My name is Joe Pesci. Podcast number 250 is starting right now. You won't want to miss what Domo and Crash have in store for the evening. It's the most gangster thing I've heard in some time. Turn it up. Boa noite. Good evening from Sao Paulo, Brazil. This is Hackers Podcast number 250. Let's go. Good evening. Welcome. Welcome to Hackers Podcast number 250. I am your host, Gummo. And I'm Crash. And here we are. We're here for the 250th show. And you know, no other place I thought we should do this show other than where else. We're here in Sao Paulo, Brazil tonight and for the 250th show. And I couldn't be more happier about it yeah it's nice down here i actually really enjoy it yeah you know yeah. i've been just hanging out at the hotel though i haven't really been doing much yeah i uh, just kind of take it in the sights you know i went to go eat you know uh what are they called they're not empanadas they're um ar- arepas yeah i think yeah, that's, that's how you say yeah, arepa. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like cheese and yeah, shit. yeah those yeah. things are so good they're and, fattening uh, yeah <laughs> You know, that may be true, but they're absolutely delicious. I, I yeah. love them. Um, Me too. Yeah. So I, I like them with ketchup and mayonnaise. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Not really. Weird like I that. mean, I feel like that's kind of an Americanized condiment, but um, yeah. But I, I just, because I like hot sauce. You yeah, know? yeah, you do. So I, I kind of <laughs> dig any kind of like pepper sauce, and, and they have really good pepper sauce down here. So yeah, they I, do. I really like it. Um, A lack of Tabasco sauce, though. Yeah, it's not Tabasco, but I don't really mind that. I, as much as I really like Tabasco, I don't mind trying other kinds of sauces and yeah. stuff like that, you know, different foods in general. So yeah. I, I've, I've been really enjoying it. Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, fried enjoying. plantains and stuff like that for like sweet dishes. Oh, uh, yeah. The food, it, it's <laughs> just unmatched. It's really unmatched. Uh, yeah. And, you know, for everyone else up uh, back home in America, North America, you know, um, we are uh, enjoying uh, the end of summer down here, whereas you are enjoying the end of winter we are enjoying that and so it's real nice carnival just ended you know we missed it because i've been on project yeah i i was a little bit upset because yeah. I, I did want to go to carnival um yeah me too but i did get to watch some people that were live streaming it which was actually very cool um yeah, yeah i got to see like the parades and stuff like that people walking around hugging and kissing and uh just all the the good vibes and stuff coming around you know there and um yeah, just always good vibes. Just a, yeah, always just good a, vibes. Just a cool, here, the cool thing to attend to. Um, yeah, yeah. Love you know, if, if you haven't gone, I, I highly recommend it. I know that I can't really say that from experience, but yeah, you've just, been twice. So, well, you know. I mean, yeah. not. For, I mean, this year, I'm yeah, talking not about, recently. We haven't been yeah, in the past what um, three years. Yeah, because so I don't really know what it's like 
you know, now post pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, me yeah, neither. Yeah. I heard it was a little weirder, but not too weird. Well, this yeah. is the first one that they've had since the pandemic. So Yeah. Nice so, to see a little bit of normalcy. Return. It was very cool to see. Just Super like cool. just all the stuff uh that people were looking at and, and taking photos and videos of. Yeah. Yeah, super yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you know, we're only here for another 24 hours, then we have to head back. So, yeah, you know, but, you know, it's 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 fun. So it it's it's not like it's really uh, a drag. Where no. I've been to other places, it's like, oh, yeah, and i got to go back in 24 hours. That can't come <laughs> fast enough. Yeah, and, I always hate leaving when I'm down here. And, you know, it's yeah. it's because it's because of the uniqueness, right? You know, there's in in uh the united states right there every intersection every corner every town every interstate looks the same looks exactly the same right you have you have the predicted row of popeye or uh kfc arby's something else and something else and something else along with the buckies in between all of that shit and so it's yeah and there's no real I, i feel like the 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 you know the what little bit of culture you know that was di- able to uh, be identifiable in a, uh, in the United States is kind of slowly. Well, yeah, and that's away. because everything here is so cookie cutter. You yeah, know, exactly. you, you got a template for yeah. everything. It's it's literally the most. Um, what what is it? Cloned place you can go to the McMansioning of America. Yeah, McMansions. If <laughs> you've never heard that term, it's so true. It's that's just like we on. just said. Everything, every house basically looks the same. Yeah, and it's even funnier because uh, if you live across from somebody, like across the street or something like that, right. you'll know exactly what their house looks like on the inside because it's the exact same house that you'd have. Yeah, maybe with like the opposite kitchen arrangement <laughs> or something like that. No. <laughs> but it's still it's it's virtually the same. Yeah, it is. It's virtually the same. Well, you know, we got down here and, uh, you know, we, we got, uh, hey, you know, it was fun. You know, I, uh, you know, it was <sighs> last week. I can't even, I can't even begin to commit for the amount of s- serious uh, things that came across my eyeballs last week, man. I mean, I was just like. Do you want to talk about some of it? Or? Yeah, yeah. You know, it was just like, you know, I woke up Monday morning and it was just, you know, I was on a project and I started working on that. Well, I've been working on that for the past several weeks and then, you know, I'm going to wrap that up and then, you know, I'm, I'm having issues. I can't get connected and then getting online and then mm-hmm. logging into this and that and the other. And so it becomes, it becomes, you know, it, it becomes frustrating, right? When you're trying to do your job and then, you know, oh, you have right. the simple things that are, you know, pretty much, uh, bootloading you. So, yeah. you know, it's, uh, that was a challenge and, and, you know, dealing with all Real of that. Quick, I'd like to touch on that because I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. I remember, yeah. uh, one time I, I was working from home and I, I had to do some coding, right? I had, I had to write some stuff and, um, right. You know, this was over the weekend, and so what had happened is that maybe on a Thursday or so, um, I'd written a little small Python script to kind of just run through my system to calculate file checksums or whatever. Right. Um, you know, very harmless, actually. And what had happened is is that during that time, there is security software that was monitoring my computer, which I was aware of, right? Right. However, I didn't realize that the the software that's monitoring the system didn't like the fact that my script was accessing certain parts of the operating system itself. Uh-huh. And so I had flagged my company like, Hey, you know, there's some weird activity. <laughs> right. And so what had happened after that is that they had 
basically locked my computer down, froze it from their network, and I couldn't do anything at all. I couldn't log on. I couldn't do, you know. Do yeah, anything. right. And what, what's even weirder is that I couldn't even use my own home network. Not that's only weird. Did, now, that's weird. Yeah, not only did they lock my machine out from accessing their VPN and, and their domains and whatever, yeah. but they literally took away all network activity off of the computer itself remotely oh, wow. until wow. they were ready and sure uh, that, that it was clean or whatever. And, and after the weekend, it took the entire weekend. I even told them, um, because they had asked if I was doing any work. I'm like, yeah, I, I kind of have to get some stuff done. Right. And they agreed like, okay, we'll try to make it as quick as possible. And they didn't get back to me until I had to reach out again right. on a, on that Monday. Um, so I, I think it is kind of strange that companies have that much power and I do understand that they are their assets, you know, when they send out a laptop or whatever. Yeah. Yep. But they I think are. that's, it's a little bit strange to a degree, um, to be able to just have that much control. I mean, because if they're able to do that, what else are they doing? doing I, I can only imagine what, um, companies with, uh, less compliance and, and more shadiness going on. I can only imagine what, what they're doing. Yeah. And, and that, that, you know, that's funny because you know, you're speaking for a, a vast percentages of organizations and entities that claim compliance, mm -hmm. but they literally are not. They just oh, yeah. do it to receive their funding, their checks or, their approvals from their boards and governing bodies and so yeah it's kind of like cheating on emissions tests yeah, for car manufacturers yeah, right everybody does it until they, they, they become compromised and yeah. then then they start blaming you know, fall guys and then yeah like oh it was our client or yeah. oh it was this person or that and you know whatever yeah and, yeah, and you know the whole ransomware thing is not going away anytime soon. No, and it's even it's getting even more sophisticated. That's what's interesting about that. Sophisticated, buddy. Yeah, That's because beforehand it was just real easy. All you'd have to do is write a little Python C script, blah blah blah, yeah. program to to just lock everything down. Right. But now you have AI powered uh, scanners and monitors and this that this, and the, that other. the other. Yeah, and hey, it, speaking of AI, what's up? Guess what? What? Last week, I had a little bit of, you know, for about a day or so, I had, you know, I had a little bit of downtime, so I was waiting for access to the network, and yeah. so I, uh, I, I, I cozied up to ChatGPT finally. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I think we mentioned that a couple of shows back. Well, yeah, but, you know, I was actually cozying up to it, you know, this time with a little bit of intent, right? Oh, okay. You know? With more of so, a goal in mind. Oh, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, yeah. I, you know, so one of the things that I did was I took, I took a couple snippets of my old code from the early 2000s and yeah. I, I compared it to some, you know, real modern code. I'm like, okay, that's cool. And now, and then I'm, I'm sitting here going, okay, what if I took some of my old routines and code and fed it into chat GPT and told it, told jet chat GPT to improve my code and yeah. make it better. That's exactly what it did. You know, I, I fed it. In, I fed my old code into into Chat GPT, mm -hmm. and I said, I said, "Hi, Chat Chat GPT. You know, fix my code. Look for errors and make it more modern." And it literally did it like within seconds. It's like it's just quick, yeah, quick. quick. And yeah. I look. I reviewed my code. I went back in into an IDE and and everything, and it was fucking right. And yeah. and I was so impressed that I just said, "Fuck it. Here, look." Here, I put it on my Twitter. Yeah. I didn't say shit. I just wanted to see if anybody could really figure out, did I write this or did AI write this? And there, 
there's two snippets that I wrote, and then the rest of the snippets are AI generated. And so one of my Twitter followers, he found it. He found it. And I was very impressed. I'm like, wow, you found it. So I was very impressed. So getting back to the story here, it's, mm-hmm. it, it, I, was, I was very impressed with the fact that it can assist in helping you do things that used to take a long time to do. Now it assists you in making those tasks uh, more efficient, more less time consuming, et cetera. And so that was the angle that I was looking at. That that was the angle that I was actually engaging chat GPT in on earlier this week and had a fucking ball uh, just, you know, you know, and I, you know, I wasn't doing all of the, the, uh, you know, the conversational AI trying to trick it and call it Sydney and all of that. Well, stuff. there's different portions of, of yeah. that um, data set you can use, and like you said, yeah. you're using it specifically for code. And I, absolutely, I think, I think it's really cool as well. I think it's it, like an extremely beefed up version of Microsoft's um, Copilot for GitHub. Uh-huh. Um, I think that's a paid thing though, but. You know, obviously, ChatGPT is free. And right, what's right. even cooler is that uh, recently I was reading that they're they've denounced actually an API that has been um, reduced in price by ninety percent in comparison to GPT three. Right. So, you know, with that in mind, you know, instead of paying a dollar per token, for example, you're only paying ten cents, and depending on your application. That's absolutely amazing because now you can have fully, I was going to say fully aware, but um, fully aware, not fully aware, not even close, but um, you can have a contextual chat bot that you don't have to write yourself now. And when the API is actually released, I'm not sure if it is now uh, as, as we're talking, Uh but whenever it's released, you'll be able to actually create these applications that take advantage of the API and do what you're saying in, you know, a Python script, you know, let's say you have a thousand of those, you know, um, pieces of code that, you know, you, you need to get converted. Exactly. Yeah. So you can write a Python script that for each one, it it uses chat GPT to convert and so on and so forth. Yeah. I love it. I love it Um, in that instance. Yeah. And and then of course there's going to be a, a wide variety of applications and integrations with it. Uh, I, I can only imagine, you know, the, the sky's the limit. Yeah. I mean, some of the things that really come to my mind are, um, you know, like writing stories, writing music lyrics, writing code, right, of course. Right. And, and of course, uh, so many more applications available. Um, but right. I think that's amazing too. Yeah. Me too. And, you know, and uh, there are tools that can detect whether or not something was generated by Jet Chat GPT and AI. That's if yes, I agree. There yeah. are. It, however, and that's if you leave it as the the default output um, that you get from Chat GPT. That's right. So if if you put something in, you get the output, and you don't change it or modify it at all, then yeah, yeah, you, exactly. you'd be caught out pretty easily. Yeah, and and that was. That was the that was the you know signal to or that's actually the signal to look for when you're you know questioning whether or not you know whatever you're looking at was created by artificial intelligence and so yeah giving you guys a primer on that and actually giving you guys some demonstration on literally what it's capable of doing and you know I, I don't want to spend my I don't want to spend the whole hour talking about chat fucking GPT but you know it's fun no. it's useful. It's not self-aware. It's not. A, it's not a human trying to claw out <laughs> a machine or anything. It's just doing what it's told to do. And and I found it very useful for uh, assisting 
in educating someone in code and so yeah. that was that was my whole you know thing last week was putting some of this shit on my twitter and, and that's that's really what it is it's more think, of a, uh, more like, of an think, assistant yeah think about it right like look at this shit think about it where did it come from how did it get here and now you guys know ai yep. made that shit isn't that cool well, AI made most of it. There's a there's so many things that that are happening with AI. It's it's unbelievable, and they're incredible. And we'll get to more of that in, later in the yeah, show. Yeah, we will, because uh, you, you have some AI things to talk about at the, yeah. uh, towards the end of the show. Oh yes, for sure. <sighs> Man. Also, I have an update, um, small update on VR stuff. Yeah. What yeah. Is it? Well, here, yeah, What's I'll go update? ahead and say it. So is basically, it too much of an update, or is it? No, no, no. It's it's is maybe, it an update to the update that was updated. Yeah, it's, it's the update to the update that was updated. So it's a patch to the update. So that it's a was patch. Patched. Yeah, it's a it's a hot fix. It's a hot <laughs> <laughs> so the hot fix is this: is that the other day I was thinking about um, the new MetaQuest Pro, which was. Um, dropped in price from $1,500 to $1,000. I'm checking it out. Right. So that's not the point, though. The point that I was thinking about was its new uh, pass-through system, which is utilized by its new cameras and so on and so forth, all of its sensors. And what got me thinking about it um, is what we could do and what would happen if someone were to hack the website or the website, the headset. And... You know, utilize those cameras, for instance, for God knows what, right? And I think that's kind of a scary thing because not only do we have web cameras now, but let's say you have your headset, and I'm assuming most people don't leave it turned on, but when it's on, and depending on its angle, you could theoretically not only map out the room of that person wherever that headset's at, because you have to set a boundary when you set up the headset. Right. So you'd get the dimensions of the room and, and possibly even be able to work out a blueprint of the house. Right. But not only that, but you'd be able to see very clearly into that room. And not only that, but because it's on a virtual reality headset, you'd be able to detect objects, see how far away shit is, and so on. And so essentially, you can gather metadata of a person their their physical um like environment right just by hacking their their headset that's coming yeah <sighs> speaking of that because we have so much to cover so yeah I, I, you know and, and I, we're rolling right along i agree and i do want to um say that you can do that already with webcams like uh -huh. you know with some math and blah 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 if you have the right perspective yeah but it's a little bit more challenging because you you, you would be trying to map uh, a 3D room using only a 2D image. Right. And so uh, the, the reason I even brought it up is because hacking the, the VR headset, again, gives you three-dimensional uh, coordinates of objects and so on and so forth. Yeah. So it, it's way easier, right? Yeah. And, it, it, you know, I, while you were telling me that, I was literally thinking about having two or three more Ponte Bonos with some blue cheese, dipping that shit in blue cheese. You know, the cheese <laughs> the cheese rolls. Yeah. I, I want to dip that shit in blue cheese. Anyhow, moving on. <laughs> right. I always get angry when I'm here. No, that's cool. Hey, I found out some information, you know, in my quest for the never-ending information junkie that I am. Yeah. I found out some information about the uh, our friends over at FTX. You remember those guys? Oh, yeah, yeah. What's yeah. going on with that? <laughs> oh boy oh boy well you know uh they did confirm that over nine billion with a b in customer funds have vanished nine billion 
billion with a B. Billion. <laughs> One billion. Yeah, so, okay, so I'm not laughing at people's misfortune, but in a presentation titled Preliminary Analysts of Shortfalls at FTX.com, the company said it finally inventoried all of the wallets associated with FTX.com where it said there is a massive shortfall since it has only been able to identify just under $2.2 billion in customer assets. Wow. But of that, only $694 million is considered actual liquid currencies. Ooh. Compare that to the $11.2 billion in outstanding funds that were locked to customer accounts. And you're left with about, yeah, you guessed it, $9 billion. Billion, billion dollars still lost to the me mechanisms of time with FTX. Yeah, you know, and it's just getting more and more complicated for people who you know were scamming those pe scamming people, unfortunate people during that era. You know, mm -hmm. the SEC start beginning, the SEC, the CFTC, the DOJ, all kinds of three letter alphabet agencies are really cracking down on that, which is. Something, as you know, from a personal uh, perspective, I have been just screaming at, you know, like, yeah, that's why I didn't jump into the fray of that shit. I, you know, when that shit all started taking off in 2017, you remember they people start trading it and yeah, selling you know fuck tokens and all that <laughs> fuck <tokens. Yeah. laughs> all those altcoins and all that yeah, bullshit. yeah. And, and that shit was confusing me because yeah. i'm like what the fuck is going on and that's yeah. Yeah, and that's when I literally took a back seat and just, you remember, and if you listen to the podcast from back then, I literally said that I'm just going to take a back seat and watch this shit from the sidelines. Yeah. Well, I did, and that's what happened, and it's continuing to, in the downfalls, the downfall of all of that greed is still continuing to cause uh, a lot of pandemonium with the people that caused it in the begin with, and so... um yeah, like I've said before, like I'll continue to say, Bitcoin exchanges where you cash out for United States dollars or whatever currency that you want to spend it in are all crooked. <laughs> I'll just say crooked. Yeah, I mean, it's They're all true, crooked. though. It's true. <laughs> I can't, I can't, ex They're all I literally can't say it any more than that. Yeah. 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 So, you know, and, you know, again, I was going to, uh, you know, I've got my show notes here. I was going to talk about chat GPT again, but I just, we did. just mentioned it. Yeah. And I, did. I think we've mentioned everything we really can about that right now because we touch base on what it is, yeah. touch base on their new API, so on and so forth. So, it was yeah. cool. You know, again, you know, I like it as a development assistant. Yeah. Right? I don't, I'm not just I'm as, not just to, as an assistant in general, I think, because because of how many applications it can really help with. Yeah, I'm not trying to. Yeah. I mean, you can even uh, have it be an editor, right? Like if you're writing a book or something, you can give it a passage and be like, hey, make sure that all of the grammar's correct and blah, blah, blah. I think that, I think that's one of the most amazing things. Yeah, and, you know, it. it it's... it's uh, it's a useful tool that uh, yeah. you know it's it's it, it's really it's it's a useful tool and you yeah. know don't don't I don't think it's going to replace anything anytime soon I really don't <sighs> you know we're all scared about ATMs right this that and the other skimmers and all that but now there's a new mm -hmm. trick What's there that? is a new trick oh and and we are the first to bring it to you the listener what's going <laughs> on with the ATMs these days all right there's a new trick with ATMs and Here's what's going on. So, 
there is, so what's going on is that um, thieves are going to ATMs, mm-hmm. and what they're doing is they're kind of hanging out. You know, they hang out by the ATM. What they're doing is they're acting like they're in line, right? They'll they'll just right. stand at a busy ATM. Yeah. What they're doing is that they're putting uh, super glue into the card slot okay. of the ATM, so you can't put your card in there. And now the reason they're doing this is because it's an ATM that accepts the NFC tap, you know, tap, you know, instead of putting your card in the ATM, you just tap it, right? Yeah. Well, in, um, and I'm not going to mention the bank, but there, there's several banks and ATM uh, networks that actually have a flaw, right? And this flaw actually involves tapping to log into the ATM. So you, you take your bank card, you try to put it into the ATM. It won't go into the slot. That should be your first red flag. Yeah. Your second red flag is when you go to tap it, if someone is around you while you're tapping, that's your second red flag because that person that's standing there while you're tapping is probably the thief that put the super glue in your card slot. Yeah, and so I'm assuming that they're sniffing all NFC connections. Oh, no, no, no. It's not even that. It's so lowball, it's unbelievable. Really? So you'll tap. You'll tap. You know, you you tap to, you know, tap, and you get your money and all that, and you walk away. Mm Mm-hmm. But what you don't realize is that there's a flaw in the software that keeps the transaction alive. So when you walk away and it returns to the main menu, your shit is still in transaction mode. So you can literally walk to the the ATM after someone taps to withdraw money and continue withdrawing money from that ATM. Really? On on that, yeah, on their session that they thought they ended, but it's Mm -hmm. still alive because they didn't end the session through the software. Oh, uh, so what? You have to deliberately press a button or yeah, something? Yeah, you have to end the, yeah, you have to end the session. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, and so folks, take that as a big, big warning that that's what's happening, that's what's coming to an ATM near you, and that's what thieves are, are doing. That's that's one of the new tactics. Yeah. And I found out, and I shared it with everybody else. I wanted to disappoint the bad guys tonight. Huh. No, man. Well, you know, it's just... That's how it goes. All right. Uh, here's something. Here's something that I thought, you know, since we're on the topic of AI and all of this crap, I found something. You know, what you find? find something, but I found something that mimics a tool that I've been using in private for years. Yeah. And now it's available to the public for a fee. So, uh, have you ever wondered, have you ever had a photo of someone crash and you wondered, who is this? Uh, Yeah, yeah. pretty girl, pretty guy, or you know, whatever. You want to know who they are, where you know, where they come from, or did you're just curious, right? So now you can find your answer. You can find out where that pretty girl, pretty guy, or who they are, just by having a photo of their face. And you don't even need the entire photo, even if they're wearing a mask. There is a service now that you can feed a photo of someone's face, even partially covered. And you'll mm-hmm. find out who they are, where their other photos are across the entire internet, including adult websites. Now, it crosses so many boundaries, and that's why we haven't seen it on the big search engines like Bing, DuckDuckGo, and Google. It's because they those search engines have had this, this power and capability for quite a long time, and they have... Re- 
they have just refused to release it because there's so many images of people out there that have put them on different websites over the years, over the course of the years, yeah. that they've forgotten about them, they can't get back to them, and then they pose some sort of risque issue. Oh, yeah. Well, this service will find out where they all live, yep. and we're going to give that to you. Uh, the name of the website is called Pim Eyes, P-I-M-E-Y-E-S.com, Pim Eyes. And if you go to PimEyes.com, you could actually take an image and search for free for three tries and just kind of do a reverse image search on yourself and see exactly where your photo shows up. Yeah. You'll be quite, quite uh, shocked at where you see your face and where you put your face at for the past, I don't know, how many years on the internet. PimEyes. Yeah. PimEyes.com. It's a very scary tool that's coming to you through us here on the podcast. <sighs> what else we got? Dude, we got all kinds of stuff. 300 terabyte SSD drives. They are coming. Have you heard of it? Have you heard of the 300 terabyte SSD drives? No, I really don't look at that. I'm more concerned about like software yeah. you're, you're more of a software guy anyhow well i mean not only that but for storage and all that shit i mean i've researched that since high school and i'm more of a biological person i'm kind of a dna fanboy right um so it's you know the so when i hear about solid state um silicone storage and shit like that i really don't get excited anymore yeah. I mean, because, like I said, I've researched DNA, crystals, fucking chemical synthesis, all sorts of crazy storage methods, right? So, right. I mean, that's cool. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to downplay it. I think that the more storage, the better, for sure. But I think that if it was like an SD card or something, that would be really cool. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, or micro SD card. Yeah, yeah, micro SD. 300 terabyte micro SD card. Yeah, and, and you know, they do have uh, terabyte micro SD cards now. Yeah, they um, do. But, you know, a 300 terabyte, terabyte. micro SD card, that... that SSD, I, you know, it's an SSD drive, so it'll be yeah. an SSD. 300 terabyte SSD drive, that's pretty... Right now, we're looking at 40 terabyte drives coming to market this year. 40 mm -hmm. terabyte drives. I mean, that is pretty impressive for just like impressive. regular commercial grade shit for Best Buy yeah. and stuff like that. I remember when I used to back up my shit on a 40 gig hard drive. I have, uh, what is it, um, eight and a quarter inch <laughs> floppy disk or four, whatever the hell it is. Yeah, it's floppy. Yeah, I literally have an old school magnetic um, tape floppy disk. Yeah. You know, one of those big old sandwich squares the one they keep nuclear secrets on yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i love those man the old old school stuff and then i think i have a couple old um hard floppies as well yeah you know yeah it's, it's wild i love those though <sighs> that's too. that's back when back, back in a time day. yeah back when storage capacity was an absolute marvel I remember when hard drives get this man. You're gonna you're gonna be bugged out. Uh -huh. But when I remember when I when I was young, I don't remember the age. I'm so old now. But when sometime back in the day, I paid fifteen hundred bucks for get this a twenty meg hard drive. Oh yeah, <laughs> I remember when uh when when forty gigs and sixty gigs and all that were yeah. like just coming out and they were just. Oh, yeah, they're probably right. what, like eight hundred dollars. 
I remember, yeah, I, I remember one time when a friend of mine she bought me a backpack CD-ROM reader writer. Oh wow! And I thought I was like, oh my god! And you had to connect it to the parallel port, printer port. I, yeah. thought, I thought, oh my god, this is so sad. There'll never be anything cooler than this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, always, right? It's always what it's like. Just like now, we got fucking all sorts of crazy storage and, and peripherals and stuff. You got people with computers that look like uh, damn rainbow bright boards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're just Christmas trees nowadays with all their yeah. RGB components and stuff. And don't get me wrong, that shit's cool. It's cool. But um, it, it's what I'm saying is like right now, we're like, oh, this is a spaceship. You know, there's never going to be anything cooler yeah. than my, my Christmas tree of a computer. And then in like 10 years from now, we're going to have all sorts of like crazy technology, right? We are. I think I think it's it's coming quicker than you can imagine. So quicker than me all right uh, a couple more things and then uh i'm gonna let you wrap up the show with uh all sorts updates. of stuff yeah you've got some really cool things that you want to bring the listeners tonight and so uh one thing that i wanted to uh let everybody know and tell everybody about if they haven't figured it out by now it's uh you know we tell people about hacking and passwords and this that and the other we yeah. just literally told you how to prevent yourself from being a victim of crime with ATMs and the new problems that yeah. criminals are creating. Remember that. that. That's serious, man. I didn't even think of that because, you know, I've, I have literally gone to an ATM before and tapped did the tap I don't feature. like this. I don't like any NFC. Well, ends. either do I, but I've used it before with that. You know, I'm like, oh, wow, you could tap, you know, and, yeah. and I never I never gave it a thought. No one ever does. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I brought it up on this show yeah. so I could tell everybody listening. That's that's interesting. I didn't know that. I literally did not know that fucking shit. Anyhow, do you know? Hey, Crash, do you know what blue bugging is? Uh, I don't know that specific phrase, but I know exactly what technology stack it utilizes, and and I've yes, I've researched shit like that. Yeah, yeah. But well, go ahead for the listeners. Uh, wh- what is it? Blue bugging. That's yeah, a term, right? It's a real thing. Blue bugging. Is a Bluetooth hacking is Bluetooth hacking that allows someone to access your phone without your knowledge. They can use your phone to make calls and texts and access your personal information. This can be a serious security risk, especially if you use a mobile device to store sensitive data. The yeah. good news is that there are several steps, of course, that you can take to protect yourself from blue bugging. And again, like I told you, it's a type of malicious malicious attack that attacks. Uh, your device because you left your Bluetooth uh, on. And it's conducted basically by exploiting security flaws in the Bluetooth protocol. In order for an attacker to successfully execute a blue bugging attack, they must, of course, be within close range of your of the target device, usually within about mm, 10 meters or so. And so uh, once, of course, they are within range, you know, they can begin using specialized software and hardware tools to scan to identify what exactly is vulnerable on your Bluetooth device. And of course, once they have access to your device, they can get your personal contacts, they can listen to your phone, they can listen to record an eavesdrop on your phone calls while you're doing it, you know, the, you know yeah, that that's a thing. And you know, while blue bugging may actually share some similarities with other Bluetooth type attacks like bluejacking and blue snarfing, 
they are literally not the same. So remember that, you know, because, you know, I, there's there's someone listening to me tell tell this shit right now. And they're like, oh, I know what that. No, you don't know what this is. Bluejacking is when someone sends you an unsolicited text message using Bluetooth. It's more of an anonymous, uh, an, an anonymous annoyance than really a security threat, but still can be a security threat. And of course, in blue bluejacking, the hacker cannot access uh, your device, but they can send you messages. It's like you know, unsolicited airdrops and shit like yeah. that. Finally, there's blue snarfing, which is a more serious threat than bluejacking, as it allows an attacker to gain access to your device and steal data. And unlike blue bugging, blue snarfing doesn't require any special tools or knowledge. All the attacker needs is to access your Bluetooth-enabled device. You know, and also just remember that blue bugging allows you to take control of the device in the future because of the back door while blue snarfing is not permanent. So there's a lot of blue this, blue that, and blue the other. Remember that if you're fucking around with Bluetooth devices, and you probably most likely are, read your device manufacturer's security policies on how to best safeguard your device against these types of attacks because they can be quite potentially destructive and even dangerous if put in the wrong context. And so what I've always done was I, what I've always have done is I've always disabled my Bluetooth on everything unless I have a specific need for it, you know, my yeah. headphones or something like that. And so that's what I'm recommended to everybody listening, you know, to just kind of prevent that shit, right? You know, for instance, you know, I was on a bus one time in, in Chicago and I was on the CTL, I was on my laptop and I literally could see everybody else's laptops on the, on, on the bus and I could have literally connected to anybody's laptop or device and, and, you know, done something bad. And so turn off your Bluetooth if you're not using it and if you are using it, use it specifically for the time that you use it for and then disable it and I think that will... Uh, allow you a little bit of additional peace of mind and so whew. right now yeah i agree i think that um <laughs> if you have android <laughs> as well is that you should also write scripts or get scripts to monitor your system especially if you're rooted because um yeah. the best way to really defend against it for not only turning off your bluetooth which is really the best way to do it right um but if you have to it, keep it on then i would recommend getting these scripts to monitor not only um like network traffic and and your local device in general right but, but bluetooth traffic as well um because you can decrypt these packets some of them not even they're not even encrypted and so you can see what's going on and you can get an idea of normal bluetooth activity for yourself and, and create a pattern for yourself that way you can implement something that can tell you if there's something abnormal and at that point, you can investigate your logs and so on and, you know, really find out what's going on. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, there's there's so many avenues that you can follow that path on it yeah. in, 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 in a quite intuitive manner. Right on. Man. So I think to piggyback off of that, I think that... Um, what do you got? Yeah, I, I'd like to throw this out there because this is something that I've been studying for the past couple of years. Um, and yeah. I was researching with somebody who uh, isn't really in, in into this specific exploit anymore. But um, uh, what you got? So to, to piggyback off of the Bluetooth stuff, um, y there's something out there called Black Lotus. 
And basically what this is, it's it's a UEFI boot kit, not a root kit. It's a boot kit. And the difference for those that don't know is that a root kit um, is usually installed on the operating system via software or, or however really. But it only gives you access to the operating system as an administrator. Now that's very terrifying depending on what system it is and so on. Um, just as it is. But what a boot kit does is it goes a step further and it actually not only allows you to have root privileges as an administrator, but it installs itself before the OS. And so what happens is, is that the boot kit is actually started with the OS rather than after the OS has started. And that is extremely devastating to a system because it can be unbelievably hard to remove such a thing um, especially if the boot kit has um, propagated into several system files and so on yeah. it, it can be very hard to detect and remove um, now this specific one that i'm mentioning it, it's kind of been a myth um, within the hacking community a little bit um, and it's just now being seen in the wild not a whole lot, but there have been quite a few um, instances of this this bootkit scene. Um, and what's even more interesting is that there have been a number of UEFI vulnerabilities discovered in the you know past few years. And what's even more interesting is the failures in patching them or even just remo revoking um, binary access to a system, you know, via the binary signing and so on. And What's crazy is that, um, again, it, it's a boot kit and there's really no, um, there's no fix. There's no, hot, there's no fix. You can't, fix. you can't guard against it. Not, not really, because what's fucked up is the fact that Microsoft actually fixed the exploit, but the exploit is being used in such a way that even though it's been fixed, it's still vulnerable somehow. Um, could you take AI and improve this? Yeah, and so that's where the next level okay. of malware and ransomware and things like that are going, is the that AI. hackers are starting to implement AI technologies into these um, things. And so you're starting to be to see like black box malware, which right. um, is spreading and doing things like booting with your system instead of after the How fact. How do you get that shit off? Um, so you, really the best way is to just reinstall your OS because the boot kit, it, it's not necessarily in the hardware level. Uh -huh. However, th and these are kind of like going into mythologies and things like that. Yeah. There yeah. are software, um, packages out there that in exploits that allow a malicious, um, application to embed itself into certain hardware peripherals on the system. Do you need physical access to the machine or is it no, deliverable uh, by an attachment? No. See, and that's what's scary is that depending on how well written the software is, um, it can infect hardware from a remote point of, uh, or from a remote source. Right. So if you're a remote attacker, theoretically, yes, you can infect a, por a portion of the machine um, it, it's physical hardware remotely. 
So are we going to see more and more firmware attacks? Yeah, and that's the thing that's actually um, devastating is the fact that once a remote attacker has access to these systems, whether it be from a root kit, a boot kit, whatever, right. um, like you just mentioned, they can flash firmware on chips and so on. And that's why I kind of mentioned um, the Bluetooth thing is because if you were to use the Bluetooth um vulnerabilities to gain access to the system at that point you can not only gain access to the system and look at data right. but you can install let's say a boot kit and then at the next boot or whatever you can flash the chips on let's say the phone or a computer and then you can permanently install shit on that phone via its hardware from its hardware um for instance the bluetooth chip itself yeah. you you can flash that and so that at that point because you've already gained access to the system and you know flash the firmware mm -hmm. you can make that bluetooth chip infect other bluetooth devices automatically Damn. Damn. and then it and then the cycle can keep repeating and i'm not exactly sure where um the malicious software that I'm talking about came from, whether it was the CIA or whatever. And I'm not talking about Black Lotus. I should, I should say that I, I'm actually referencing something else when I'm talking about this, the Bluetooth uh, firmware thing, because I've seen that before um, where, where someone was infected, they'd get a new laptop or something and almost instantaneously um, their new device was already infected. And so it, it you know, having a boot kit is just that much more um, devastating because, again, you have physical access to the system, or not physical access, but remote access to the system remote with access. admins, um, and then in, you can basically just rewrite firmware from there because you're not root kitted in, you're boot kitted in. Yeah. And, and that's, again, before the OS. Right. So, um, I, what, do you, what do you do? What do you do? Do we just stay in a panic mode? No, I, I think that what needs to happen is that um, we need more white hats and more developers and more people that um, are interested in security to develop AI tools that are more, instead of monitoring just network traffic and other dumb shit like that, and, you know, making firewalls or whatever, that shit doesn't really work out when you're, when a threat actor is moving laterally and has actual access via like, uh, an employee's user login, right? right. You're not going to be able to detect anything unless they're going to like porn sites and, and other stupid shit, especially if they're a developer, because if a developer, um, or if you, if you have access to a developer's account, more than likely they're going to have more leniency towards their account because of the fact that they're a developer. So they're going to be able to execute more code or do this or do that. And it's not going to seem weird to the IT guys or people that are actually yeah. looking at that, right? Yeah. And so, again, you know, your firewall isn't going to go off when that's happening. So what you need to do is you need to have some sort of AI agent locally on the machine instead of just monitoring traffic actually monitoring the um the user's activity and and how they usually are acting and so on right. and so forth or right. or the actual activity of the machine itself what normally should be going on in terms of like the operating system what files 
should be loaded? How should they be loaded? What's their signature? Was there a breach with some sort of fucked up thing like Black Lotus, where even though it's patched and so on, the binaries are still being utilized? You know, that's the kind of shit that we need to actually have, because the AI more than likely is going to have the, you know, be ahead of the curve, the curve than, um, yeah, anything else right your ai is going to catch that hey there's some sort of you know software trying to tunnel into you know system 32.dll while they normally the user's asleep right yeah um and, and but not only that but other shit as well so and and of course there are tools out there like this but they're not as well integrated and implemented um, as if a professional company were to create it with a, a large team and, and large resources. Um, because again, these, these tools are kind of being made by, uh, you know, homebrew hackers and things like that. And as well as they've been made, they're just not a whole match against like a nation state attack or something that's going to be infecting a thousand plus computers on a corporate network. And, you know, and, and not only that, but, you know, your IT people aren't going to implement some some script that some hacker actually wrote. They're going to want a professional solution and so on. And so, uh, again, a, a local AI agent is going to probably is actually going to be the best way forward. Um, Damn. Yeah, because at that point, a local agent is going to be able to monitor not only the OS, but depending on how accessible it is, it's going to be able to actually monitor hardware as well. You know, whereas a firewall on a corporate domain, that's only going to get you so far, right? Damn, dude, you brought the thunder tonight. Yeah, but we're not done. Must be, must be the Portuguese food. Yeah. What yeah. else you got, man? We got about seven minutes. <laughs> nah, we can, we're, we'll, uh, we're going to extend it a little bit past seven minutes. But All right. um, what, what you got? So the, yeah, to kind of go with that is that uh, recently I've been trying to think of a way to gather information for networks and stuff. Um, without having to enter a single IP one by one on a website or something silly. That's useful. Yeah, right? Because, like, let's say normally you find, um, you, you're going through your logs, you find an IP or, you know, a thousand IPs, actually, for example, that right. are just so suspicious that it's like, well, where the hell are all these IPs coming from? What are they doing? Blah, blah, blah. And so for me, I, I'm like, well, I, I can go one by one or find some tool or crazy shit um, to do that. But there was no tool. But there is, there's usually no tool. And I didn't find a tool to do that, especially not in the way that I wanted. So in the spirit of Hackerdom, what did you do? So in the spirit of Hackerdom, I created a tool that allows you to actually either A, utilize one IP or B, multiple ips in a list let's say a thousand mm -hmm. and not only that but to you know utilize threading as well so that way you can actually gather information on these ips right all at once so like if you have a thousand ips you get you get all the information at once if you set the threading to a thousand there you right? go um and and so and, you should charge a hundred bucks for this. Well, yeah, I mean, it, I, I'd like to uh, <laughs> just you know kind of give it out for free because no. <laughs> it's a hundred bucks. Yeah, right. Ninety nine ninety nine. <clears throat> got got to license it with the cloud Fuck activation yeah. service. Ninety nine ninety nine. Anyway, <laughs> so but here's the thing about this script is that not only what can do you, you call it Dark Star, that's dope. Yeah, so I call it Dark Star. That's and, badass. Um, 
so the, the cool thing about it is is that not only can you gather information yeah and when i say gather information i mean really gather information you know geolocation the you know longitude latitude yeah. country of origin um ISP, everything that you can imagine about that I, ip um Range. you know v4 and v6 by the way oh yeah um it, yeah it automatically detects it blah 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 but not only that, um, but you can change the service too. So like, let's say that you wanted to use a different service to gather all of your information, like, um, you know, check my or whatever. Right. Or, you know, you can change it from that to like find my IP.com or okay, IP. So you can use a service. So yeah, you can, you're allowed to change the service and it's as easy as just using the flag um, as one, two, three, yeah, or folks. the parameter. Yeah. And it's Is even cooler. It? So yeah, you can set the service URL, you can set the service API key. So if yeah. you need an API key, you can actually utilize that. Um, and, and so on and so forth. And, and so it's it? pretty cool on the, on the screen. Yeah. So I, I got it pulled up and right here, Show I'm just, to I'm just going to run uh, a scan against one IP and okay. I, I believe it's the Google, um, like search Google's Google's uh, yeah, IP. Yeah. They're, okay. they're little, so you're um, gonna scan Google's IP. So we're going to, yeah, we're going to go ahead and, and scan oh. them. Oh, so what we have here is that after we hit enter, oh. we, uh, we basically, we, we get all of the um, greeting information that. so on and so forth. And then we get the IP information itself. So right here we have the IP. It's a V6. Um, so you can... I want that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's IPv6. You, you can see the continent that's at. It's yeah. North America. Shit, scroll uh, down? Yeah. Um, and what's cool is that you get the language that it's in. You get a calling code or the um, the country code. Yeah. So like um, one is for United States and then like 56 or whatever it is. And not only that, but here's where it's actually at. So this IP is specifically in Washington, D.C. Um, yeah, for, you can, you can yeah. geolocate shit. Yeah, it says it's in Washington, but it might be a VPN node because it says that it's in California. It's hard to tell with Google. It's hard to tell where it's actually at specifically, but, but not that hard to tell with other people, right? And so that and that's what it's mainly for is finding um, like a whole bunch of stuff. And so yeah. and, and again, here you you could see the zip code, the latitude and longitude right here. Yeah. Um, and then down here is you also get time zone information as well. So like you're going to sell this. Yeah. And so you've got America, <laughs> Los Angeles is its time zone. So it looks like the server's it's actually, in LA. yeah, it's actually in LA. Yeah. Uh, even though it's saying that the country cap, Oh, it's a registrar. Oh, yeah. you know what? Now that I've actually registrar information. Yeah. Yeah. The registrar information right here. So you got the ISP is Google LLC. Yeah. Uh, you literally, literally I like this. Yeah. hundred dollars. Yeah, so well, here's the, here's another cool thing. So that's just for one IP, right? Okay, let's say, okay. But let's say that you have a thousand IPs. I have a thousand. All right, so let's go what over to this other tab here, and okay. um, so I have it already set up. So okay. we have a couple hundred IPs, you know, that are suspicious as hell. Okay. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna run the script on them. Okay. And then so um, I'm watching. Yeah, I think that I have threading set to one. So right now, what we can see is that we, as it's running, it's gathering information for oh, each shit. IP. Yeah. Um, and it's doing it one by one right now, only because I haven't set the threads. No, don't thread it. It looks cooler. It looks more hackery. Yeah, right. Yeah, I like but, that. But it, see, the thing is... That's what's fucking badass. What's cool, though, is that if you wanted all of this information all at once, like if we didn't want to sit here and look, you know, make it look cool, yeah. you could set the threads to 100 or 200 or whatever because it, it said it was 175. This is why we're doing video, dude. 
Right. This and, is why we're moving to video. Yeah. And, and so you can set the threading oh, and so uh, cool. depending on how many you have. So like, again, this is 175 IPs. Yeah. If I were to set the thread to 175, then all 175 IPs would, would have the information gathered all at Whose once. Whose IPs are these? Uh, these are just IPs that I found. Um, some shit. Yeah. From a website with suspicious IP lists. Uh-huh. So, okay. Now that it's completed, uh, we can see that. It was saved into a CSV. Yeah. The the first one that I just showed you, yeah. it was saved into a text file. Right. And each IP, individual IP, uh, will actually be saved into its own text file with a timestamp and everything. Okay. Um, but yeah, so it, it, it saved the, I, the IPs to a CSV. Show me the CSV. And so we'll go ahead and open the CSV. Um, I believe this is the one. So that's a text file. That's a CSV, but this one's the larger one. Yeah, so we'll open this one, and then and what happens is I we like can, how you're using a Raspberry Pi for this shit. Too. Yeah, yeah, right. So after we've opened it up, we've imported <gasps> what? it, and then what? so yeah, check this shit. What? So we imported all Holy of the data, fuck. and so on the very left side you have um, IPs. Oh fuck! So dude. these are these are all IPs. On the left side you have their IP type. You have, you know, all, all of the information that you got what to see. What the fuck are you showing me, dude, on the show here? Yeah, so this is a spreadsheet is of the scanned wild. IPs that we just did. and Yeah, I see it. Yeah, and so, again, it has everything. You know, your IP, the type, the zip code, the My latitude, man. longitude. Oh, um, man. And it's all in an organized CSV file. And anyone that's familiar with CSV files knows that um, all it is is a delimited... Um, text file and what that means is that okay, it's, it's still populating yeah, yeah yeah and what that means is that it's a text file Whoa. that has its information separated by commas or slashes or whatever kind of uh, delimiter yeah. or spacer you want to use how long did it take you to make this uh i mean in total maybe like a day or two but on and off like a week that's fucking badass. Yeah, there's there's still a dark bug star. Or two. Yeah, I call it dark star, and as you can see, no, we're not, you're not selling this. You no, we're keeping this. So, and as you can see, this is this <laughs> is why I call this. it such a thing. Um, it's because it quite literally just oh, shines a fuck. light and and like gets all the yeah, shit. Yeah, I see it, B. Yeah, and, and like cool here's all shit. of the states the and states stuff that, that it's in, the capital of the country. So like this <sighs> one's in London. Uh, this uh, the country's Europe. It I looks get it. it looks like it's in Germany. That's um, too much, man. That's too much to even uncover. You're tripping me out, and now we got to close this. Okay, show. so let me show you some more cool stuff. So right. we'll put that on the back burner for now. But I, I wanted to that's show on you my that. Burner, man. I, I that's thought, cool as shit. I thought you would get a kick out of that. I so it, a it, kick. again, it's a script that gathers information on as many IPs as that you can like yeah. throw at it y'all yeah. are screwed y'all are super screwed now yeah, i call it dark dark star dark star um, yeah. okay so he, our shit. so here's something cool this All is right. this is going back on to the ai deal okay. and so what this is is this is a website uh-huh. that allows you to throw in a music file or any kind of audio file and essentially separate its elements like this one specifically that i have selected um i can select uh, vocals and instrumental uh-huh. drums I can separate the bass and all that stuff right okay so what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a song uh, a, a good good song um, just any song yeah really any song okay let's see if I can find find a song the song that I'm looking for uh, I have so many songs I think we'll do this one hands to heaven the okay. extended one 
uh, Breathe is what it's called, okay. the title. So all we got to do good is... Good 80s we gotta, song? Yeah, good 80s song. So we just okay. got to drag and drop that into the website. Okay. And so we selected drums, right? Yeah, so what are you going to do? Take the drums out? No, we're going to just... Uh, we're going to isolate the drums specifically. So we'll be getting the, uh, the drums of the track and only the drums. And so we're going to try it with this... Um, with this song right here and okay. then we'll try it with uh, a hip-hop song okay. where the drums are a little bit more pronounced okay and so what's it doing now it's kind of analyzing the yeah so what it's doing is that it was uh it was analyzing the actual sample and what what it's doing is that it's it's using its ai magic to um bring out the drum frequencies yeah. lower everything else and then uh if it has to it actually reconstructs part of the sample or the audio source that you've put in wow. so here we go we have the drums uh isolated and okay. we'll just go ahead and play it all right That's wild. Right. And so the drums on this track are very simple. Yeah. As you can tell. Yeah. But that's that's um, with just just the drums. Uh -huh. And then now if we play it with everything, without drums, actually. So we can play it just the drums, and then we can play without the drums. Uh -huh. So here's the actual track without drums. It's more now just like an atmospheric instrumental almost without any of the drums attached to it or anything. And what's cool is that we'll do the same thing, but now what we'll do is we'll just take out, um, we'll isolate just the vocals. You used to have to use complicated tools like Pro Tools to you do this. Yeah, it, it used to and be it would very sound like shit. Yeah, it used to be very difficult. It would to sound muddled, do this. right? Yes, when you yes. remove vocals from a, a track, mm -hmm. it sound just muddy, and you could tell that some, you know, it, it was yeah, the the track was molested in some way or another. It was yeah, it was very difficult to actually get it right. Yeah, um, like you said, a lot of the tracks were chopped up and messed up afterwards, and I and yeah, you know, especially if you're trying to go after vocals, um, like let's say you're trying to sample a hip hop track to make yeah. your own track, which is huge, right? Oh, it's because very huge. a lot of a lot of those you know, a lot of hip-hop tracks are resampled and reused yeah. over yeah. yeah yeah and and you know or used in different genres like there's a genre called funk uh -huh. and um there's a lot of hip-hop samples that are used in that so this um, this this will of course create copyright issues if you use these samples it depends i mean because the whole point of sampling is to uh to, to record whatever little bit of sound you want uh -huh. and then to um to mix it up into your own version of that Okay. And sometimes, you know, at least for me personally, I like to make it so distinctive that it sounds nothing like the original sample. Right. And that's kind of the point is that you want to take something that's been made and make it into its own original thing. That's what we're going to do for the closing show uh, track tonight. We're right. Gonna, we're going to it's going to be AI powered. Yeah, and so, and here's the vocals. This is only a little snippet of it, uh -huh. apparently that... So you have another... Uh, uh, well, it's the same track, It's yeah, but it's, the, um, it's a preview of just this vocal. So here's just oh, the vocals. Okay. So raise your hands to heaven and pray 
That we'll be back together someday. Hey. And that's wow, it. Even put the reverb in there. Well, it, it, left keep, the reverb it in keeps there. the original sound. So the if, the, if the core sample has a reverberation on it, yeah. it's going to reconstruct it or preserve as much of it as possible to keep it sounding like the original. That sounded like the guy was singing it in my living room. Right. And or that's the whole hotel point. room. Yeah. yeah. What is this? Now, is this the... So the, the yeah. So then you have the actual instrumental. So the vocals... And what's cool is you can play these at the same time. And so you uh -huh. can have the actual song... And then the vocal, but here's just the instrumental with okay. no vocal. And what's interesting is that um, depending on the song, yeah. the actual instrumental may have artifacts from Yeah, the, I could tell there were the vocal, vocal artifacts at the beginning of that. Yeah. And, and so... It's just because I know that there's vocal artifacts. Yeah, there's vo vocals there. Yeah. yeah, but some songs, they, they're fairly hard to actually, um, you know, isolate the uh -huh. vocals and then, or, or the, the instrumental, I should say, right. from the vocals and, right. and have it sound really good. I wonder if that's um, due from the recording of the tracks themselves. Yeah, you think yeah. it's isolating the tracks from the, the... It's the way that they're made, yeah. for sure. Um, because some tell. tracks, they sound phenomenal with them being isolated that's versus incredible. others. Um, like, here's a song, uh, The Fourth Chamber by Wu-Tang Clan. Uh -huh. So we'll, we'll go ahead and try and isolate the vocals from that, okay. as well as the instrumental. Wu-Tang ain't nothing to fuck with. Buddy. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, um, and then we'll go ahead and try and grab the drums from that, and then we'll move on to the next thing that I think will absolutely blow your mind and pretty much everyone else's mind as well okay. and then after that i think it'll blow your mind even more okay we gotta get out of here we will get out of another. here as soon as we're done okay okay so this is processing and here we go we have the uh the actual vocals from fourth chamber so we're, we're just gonna go ahead and play the vocals Flammable, Noriega, aiming nozzles, stay windy in Chicago, spine tingle, mind boggles, kangles and rainbow colors, promoters try to hold dough. Give me mine before a pole, wrap you up in so and so. I ran the dark ages, Constantine the Great, Henry the Eighth, built Yeah, so it's Damn. very clear, right? Yeah, that was clear as fuck. And then here's the instrumental without right. the vocals. Go for it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. And see how this one's a lot cleaner? Hell yeah. It's flowing there. Yeah. Hell, hell yeah. <laughs> like it's minimal artifacts yeah. um, compared to the other one. So real Damn. quick, we'll, we'll yeah, we go in there. Man. Yeah. So All the right. instrumental, you got everything there. Now we'll just pull the the drums specifically from it. Okay. And and then we'll move on. All right. Yep. So yeah. So you got to tell us what this is. So it's the same song. Um, same it's, song. It's Fourth Chamber by the Wu Tang Clan. Wu-Tang ain't nothing to fuck with. Wu-Tang ain't nothing to fuck with. Uh, <laughs> I gotta say that. Cash rules everything around me, man. Yeah. Uh, let's see. And then so we're, we're going to reprocess again with just the drums. And so we just heard the vocals. We just heard the instrumental without the vocals. Yeah. And, and then now we're just going to hear just the beat, just okay. the drums themselves with nothing okay. else. Um, and, and then we can actually hear the song without drums, which should sound pretty interesting because okay. I've I've never heard it without drums. See, we're discovering things. Yeah, so listeners. so here's just the drums. Just the drums. Okay. 
And hear how clear those samples are? Yeah. Sounds like a drum machine. Yeah, it sounds like a drum machine. There's hardly any vocal artifacts or any other kind of artifacts. Yeah. And so you can take that sample and make an entirely different song just from the that drum kit or that drum sample, right? Yeah. And, and no one would ever know unless they're you know really into music and and can hear it. Right. Um, they would never know where it came from. But um, here's the song without drums at all. Flammable Noriega, aiming nozzles, stay windy in Chicago, spine tingle, mind boggles, kangles and rainbow colors, promoters try to hold dough. Give me mine before Poe, wrap you up in so and so. I ran the dark ages, Constantine the Great, Henry the Ape, built with Genghis Kong, the record. Okay. So, yeah, so I mean, it's, cool. it sounds like he's just rapping over um, this instrumental melody. Yeah, he's yeah. just rapping. Um, and so, again, you can use the this tool to pretty much gather any sample you want from any song you want uh -huh. and you just make anything um you, again you can you can so, isolate you can isolate vocals so instrumentals how drums bass voice this is cool as shit electric guitar acoustic guitar piano synthesizer strings and wind instruments how do our listeners play around with this so if you want to play around with it uh, do. open up a web browser on your computer or they will. I, I think that you can use it on mobile I'm not exactly sure uh -huh. but go to the web browser and type in l a l a l dot a i so once again l a l a l dot a i la 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 lol or la, something la. like that yeah la la lol la 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 AI. Yeah, la la lol. There's an L after the la la. I wonder if that was purposely done. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> la la lol. That's cool. La, Crash. Whatever. That's unbelievable. Thank you for sharing it with us. Yeah. So what else you got? So then the next one. Lastly. Goes, no. There's no. There's, you got more. There's one more after this one. Oh, so this you got one, one more. This one's Crash very cool. Crash is turning this into a, a fucking webinar. Right. Go ahead. So this whatever, is it. man. It's it's we're fine. So okay. the, you know, the longer you you you, uh, you you know do that. Whatever. Yeah. Go ahead. Show me what. So this give is. me a phrase. Give me something that you always wanted to hear in a song, but you, you know it's always so hard to find like that phrase because you're trying to like sample it from a movie and it's you can't really find a movie a there. phrase yeah like a phrase like mm. you know something you know silly or something cool or it doesn't really matter just anything uh i just wanted to say i love you no okay something simple i love you okay so with this tool is that what it does and before i type that in um, what this tool does is that it takes a phrase for instance i love you uh -huh. and it'll search in real time ever like uh, as many movies and tv shows as possible to uh -huh. find that specific phrase and to allow you to sample it and, and like get that audio from it so right. like for instance i'll type in i uh, i love you and what's even cooler is that as i start typing you'll see it'll start to render in real time like clips that that have similar words or phrases so like i and then love and then you see how it's there's there's I love you. So then now we'll get to clips that say I love you. Um, and this one might be a little bit hectic because practically every fucking movie says I love you. Uh huh. Um, and I think that we might have just crashed because of that phrase. Did we crash it? Yeah. Um, we kill it. Because there's nine thousand seven hundred and sixty-six clips that have that phrase in it ah so it's, yeah now it's stuck well now it's stuck and i can't show you the coolest most scary thing possible love has been stuck 
Well, yeah. But love has stuck Like, it. I retyped a, a phrase, and uh, it pulled up. I, pull, I, I typed in the phrase, I've never met anyone, right? <laughs> of course, everyone's met somebody. But it pulled up 50, for, uh, 50 movies that this phrase is in, and, and we can actually start to play them. And what it's doing is that it's going through each clip, each movie in real time, and, and showing, um, you know, that specific phrase that's actually in in the the movie or or clip, right? And you can do this in real time, right? Um, but to save time, uh, I just wanted to show you that one thing, and you know, I think it's pretty cool. Again, you can type any phrase, especially on a um, a better machine where it has uh, more horsepower you can actually just type anything get all this stuff uh and sample it it's really, that's nice. really cool that's super cool man yeah well cool and so in real quick to end, end it uh to kind of scare everyone there's this ai voice generator and it's called fake you.com and i have a few already pre you know pre-generated but you can generate voices from basically anyone like here's one that i generated from tupac saying hello to everyone what's up everybody this is gummo and crash coming at you live from the studio and so that was tupac and you know saying hi to everyone play that again play that shit so, again. So here it is here it is again we'll play it again yeah play what's it. up everybody this is gummo and crash coming at you live from the studio wild right we just it, had tupac saying uh, our names yeah and so and you can get it what you got and so here's <laughs> um here's queen elizabeth uh, telling everyone to have a lovely day hello everyone this is the queen of great britain and i truly hope you have a lovely day and then if you're a uh, blackpink fan here's lisa saying hello what up everybody lisa so with, there you go with, more frightening <laughs> shit that ai could deliver to you folks where do you get this from so like i told you it's called fake you.com fake you yeah f-a-k-e-y-o-u.com yeah and yeah, you can go to this you. website and you can generate any phrase uh with any any voice that's available on there oh, you, can, you can use game characters announcers science fiction you can you know generate something from you know you know, Captain Kirk or, or Spock or something, or, you know, sound like Darth Vader or whatever you want. But yeah. I mean, like we just had Tupac greet everyone and say that our names on so. the next show, we're going to have Tupac open the show for us. Yeah. I mean, can you, can you, can we, can we actually open the show with this? Uh, yeah, we, we technically could, uh, yeah. let's see. We, we may, <laughs> we That's may so be weird. able to do that right now, but th oh, I wanted, no. I, I do want to say, I've just been relegated to the dustbin from well, AI. Well, here's the thing is that this website, unless you have a membership actually, um, Oh, you have to pay a fee. Well, you don't There's have to pay a fee at all. You can yeah. do this completely free. It's absolutely free. No fee. 
Yeah, um, Bugs Bunny. But yeah, and and so you have a whole bunch of different choices here. So you have voices crazy. from everybody. You got Bugs Bunny. You got Buddy Holiday. You got, um, <laughs> you know, anyone you can really think of. But Bugs Bunny. I want to hear Bugs Bunny. Um, some of these. So, and here's the thing is that you have a rating uh, yeah. of the voice. And some of these sound okay. And some of these sound um, terrible. Yeah. So, say, say hey. Uh, so, yeah. we'll say hello. This is Bugs. Uh, and then we'll say, what up, Doc? What up, Doc? And then we'll try to generate it. But so this is the thing that I was going to say is that there is a queue time. And I don't think we have enough time to wait around for the queue time because it's 666 seconds. That's a long or time. Or 661 seconds. Uh, man, um, that's thousands of hours, man. We'd have to wait. Yeah. But, uh, it, but, I get it. But you won't, you won't have to give it the cue if you pay for it. Right. And uh, and so here's another thing is that depending on the time that you're using this tool, uh-huh. um, the wait time will be less or more. And I find specifically in my time zone um, that I, I can go on at like three in the morning, you know, central time zone. And... And it's usually pretty empty, and you can for get those of you wanting to play around with it, not have to wait. Yeah, and and, and so you can generate um, pretty much endless clips this is, of stuff. This, this is really cool. Yeah, um, we've you, done we've done some cool shit tonight. Yeah, you can talk about, or you can make it say anything you want. You know, again, I, I make it Bugs Bunny say "What up, Doc?" But I don't think we're, we're going to be able to hear it just yeah, because we're of the time. For the That's yeah. cool. Uh, we heard the Queen. We heard yeah, Tupac. The Queen literally said play to Tupac have a lovely again. day. Okay, well, play Tupac. Before all right, we we'll, go. we'll play Tupac. I'll, I'm going to go ahead and close this web browser. Tupac. Yeah, I'll, we're going to have Tupac clo- uh, open the show for so us. So here, here is Tupac <laughs> once again. Yeah, uh, saying that we're live from the studio. What's up, everybody? This is Gummo and Crash coming at you live from the studio. I like that shit. We're going to open the show with Tupac. Right on. Yeah. So now that we've completely crashed, thank you very much for your contributions, man. Yeah, this evening, you've completely uh, outfundered me. Hey, so. man, patience is key. Yeah, it is. And if you've waited to hear Crash drop all of this, folks, you wait. Your wait was not in vain because he dropped some really super cool shit on you. And I think you should check it out. I'm going to check it out and. Now that Crash has released software called Dark Star, and it's available for ninety nine ninety nine. <laughs> Cloud activated. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just, but yeah, Dark Star, I like that. That's yeah. unbelievable, and that's 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 a that's a red teaming tool that I'm putting in my uh, arsenal after yeah. before on on the plane. Yeah, you're giving me a copy of that shit. Yeah, and it's it's really good for if you've like let's say Zen mapped a, a network or something, and you don't know where the servers are. Yeah, you know, you, I know. You, you, yeah, you can Zen map it, export all of the IPs that you found, use Darkstar, and you know exactly where those IPs are landing. So check it out. This evening, we gave our listeners the power to find out who the fuck you are by a photo, to find out who the fuck you are by an IP address. And to find out who the fuck you are by changing your voice in AI. Yeah. Folks, we've we've given you a lot of power this evening. Please don't misuse it. And also understand the the things that we talk about are for you to enhance your life and others' lives with, not to go and misuse this information that you learn about here. And 
if you use it we you know that's that's literally uh on you and so i wanted to let me let me think about everything else here okay yeah i did think about everything else here so i wanted to you know i'm a little you know usually the jet lag gets me but we're two hours ahead so i'm feeling good Folks, I wanted to say thank you very much for your continued support and listening to and checking out the podcast, spreading the word about our podcast, you know, because yes, it's free. There's no advertisements. There's no solicitations for donations. There's no begging or any of that stuff. Actually, we give shit away. And uh, last week, you know, I sent out a, a round of gifts, you know, that uh, some of the listeners have requested. And so when I, you know, when I have the chance, when I'm in the, you know, when I literally have the time. I do send out stickers and hoodies and t-shirts and all of that shit, but and I do that personally. So uh, I hope the people that received their gifts last week are enjoying them uh, because you know it, it feels good when I literally go and buy that for somebody. And so I wanted to say thank you very much for tuning into the show uh, for all of these years and for this one specifically. And we invite you back next week for when we are we going to be in Florida next week? Uh, maybe. Who knows where the fuck we will be, but we will be somewhere next week and we will bring you the show next weekend as well, where we will, I was supposed to have someone cool on the show this evening uh, for the 200 for these show, but I thought this was much cooler. Plus yeah. we had to take this quick trip down here. So please folks, use your skills for something good Do you and help others. That's what we are here to do. And, and, you know, and uh, lend a helping hand to those who need it. We're going to get out of here. Follow us on the web at hackers.xxx and also neverrain.org. You can ping me on my Twitter at twitter.com forward slash gummo, G-U-M-M-O dot G-U-M-M-O-X-X-X. And uh, yeah, we're going to get out of here. And until next, I just can't believe the amount of information that Crash dropped on you guys tonight. And so again, lovely information, Crash. Thank you so much. Yeah, of course. And we are going to get out of here. And folks, until next weekend. Take care of yourself. Echiama Bonoche. Good night. I love you all. Peace. I'm so ill, I snatched the food out of the hungry lion mouth. Jog from Brooklyn to DC on our 95 South. Without getting fatigued, I travel at light speed. Get shot with a bazooka dog and barely bleed. I could touch a lightning bolt and not get shocked. Bought shots at the president and won't get knocked. No shitting. Swim with the sharks and I ain't never been bitten. Had Nelson Mandela quoting the shit that I'm spitting. Make one phone call. I get moved, meet your part. And another call, I kick it with Osama bin Laden. Have every lesbian chick begging for dick. Make that nigga out sharp and cut off that old perm shit. Spit fire out my mouth like the mythical dragon. Own a unicorn horn. Smoke the blunt with the leprechaun. Squash ghetto beef before the weapons are drawn. Bring Clash back to life and put his black ass on. <laughs> I'm so ill, I have my Bloomberg cutting me checks. Pimps instruct they hoes to pay me for sex. I make 
extra tips Teaching David Blaine tricks Nassau calls my lab before they launch rocket ships So ill, Jackie Chan calls me the black version After I'm finished rapping, I'ma be a brain surgeon I can see the planets clearly without a telescope Went to Rome to rock a show, they tried to make me the Pope I have Oprah in the crib posing for exotic flicks Take a trip to Fort Knox and pick up like 80 bricks Be all the wrongfully imprisoned people out of jail And when I'm finished with Oprah, I snap flicks of Gale I rip the mic all night without taking a breath Swim the Atlantic Ocean without taking a rest Or getting wet, I always win, so gamblers, place your bets I'm taking MCs to Maury for paternity tests I'm so ill they model computer chips after my brain When a country in drought they call the kid for rain Bring peace to the Gaza Strip cause I got so much clout Mario owe me dough for knocking Donkey Kong out Wolfgang Puck gave me paper to teach me to cook J.K. Rawlings asked me to write the next Harry Potter book I can feed a million people with one piece of Jada. Darth Vader don't know I'm really Luke Skywalker father I spend my downtime writing scripts for Scorsese When I blow shit up, I make terrorists hate me I'ma probably end up living till I'm 180 My stamina so legendary, Wonder Woman trying to date me My touch cures the sick like an antibiotic Slap up Steve Austin and short out his bionics Raps on point just like a Navy SEAL gunner I'm taking shit over this summer and every summer To get this ill, fakes practice, 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 practice.